Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Lisa H., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Tennessee. Today is Wednesday, November the 1st, 2023, and this is the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting. Today, we're reading from the big book, and we're in the chapter of Vision for You on page 162, the third paragraph, the very bottom of the page that begins, Thus We Grow, and ends, All You Need to Begin. We'll be commenting on that one paragraph. Today's readers uh, for the 12 Steps, Joni C., the 12 Traditions, Victoria L., readers of the text, Harlan G., Barb W., and Nancy R., Our newcomer greeter is Anne-Marie M., and our second-hour host is Ken W.H. The reference numbers for yesterday, Tuesday, October 31st, 2023, for the 7 a.m. Eastern Time Meeting is 20,789. That's 20789. And for the 10 a.m. meeting is 20,790. That's 20790. OA Preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Joni C. to please read the 12 steps. Good morning. This is Joni C. from Minnesota, a compulsive overeater. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or other others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, 
praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And 12, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you, Joni C. And I will now ask Victoria L. to please read the 12 traditions. Hi, my name is Victoria L. I'm a recovering compulsive overeater from Muncie, Indiana, and these are the 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, the OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever. Centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need to always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you, Victoria L. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature and stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book. We're on page 162, the third paragraph that begins, Thus We Grow. And we'll be commenting on that one paragraph, and it ends, All You Will Need to Begin. And I'll ask Harlan G. to please begin reading. 
Thank you very much, Lisa. I'm Harlan G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I live in Scottsdale, Arizona. Thus we grow, and so can you. Though you be but one man with this book in your hand, we believe and hope it contains all you will need to begin. Wow, what an what a what an unbelievably packed little paragraph of information. For thousands and thousands of years, the world of the alcoholic was empty and dark and freezing cold with no hope, no hope whatsoever. And for thousands and thousands of years, people would look up in the sky with tears in their eyes and say, why me? Why my parent? Why my child? Why my friend? And there was no answer Alcoholism was believed to be a form of madness, a lack of discipline, a lack of character, a form of stupidity, a form of apathy. The things that happened to alcoholics for thousands of years are appalling. People were thrown into asylums. What happened to the women alcoholics was even more insane than what happened to the men. On April the 10th, 1939, a book rolled off the printer, and it was this book, Alcoholics Anonymous. And for the very first time in the history of the world, there was information as to what alcoholism was or is, and that was provided by Dr. William Duncan Silkworth. Bill Wilson was the primary author of the book. God wrote this book, I believe. It wasn't really Bill. Bill was the scribe. Bill was certainly the scribe, as similar to what took place on Mount Sinai. I think he just wrote down the information. Bill Wilson was 43 years old at the time that this book was printed. He had three and a half years of sobriety, and as far as anyone knew, he was the man on earth with the longest period of sobriety that they had ever seen. This book contains everything that one would need, not only to recover from alcoholism, but to live their life. The basic instructions of this book are so comprehensive, so complete, so thorough, that no other publication is really needed. This book is a standalone way of recovering from the hopeless condition of mind and body There is a place for us to go. There was no OA. There was no AA. There was no nothing. The world was a vacuum for the addict. They were institutionalized, killed, beaten, ostracized, but we are no longer. We have a place to go. We have a feeling of belonging. We have a sense that when we have this book in our hand, that we have the basic text of recovery. We Um. have been given a gift. And it is up to us to pass that gift to the next generation. But at least we have something. And not only do we have something, we have something that absolutely works for the first time in the millennium of earth. We have a proven workable method to not only recover, because in medicine, if you can just get back to where you were, that's great, but to 
prevail over the condition that we had before we took this book in our hands and to live productive, healthy, wonderful lives. Thank God for this book. I'm going to pass with that, Lisa, and want to hear what everybody else has to say. Thank you for your service, Lisa. And with that, I will pass. Thanks. Thank you, Harlan G. from Arizona for getting us started this morning. Um, And although we value your experience, we do ask that you limit your shares to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. So if you've shared on any of the vision meetings on Monday or Tuesday, we ask you to hold back so others can share. And who would like to share on what was read? Tina S. Tina. Carolyn S. Carolyn. Leia S. Christina. Christina J. Christina, I missed somebody. Russ M. Okay, there's a there's a there's a female voice before Russ M. I couldn't hear you very well. Annabelle. 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 All right, you're last. Washington. Annabelle, what? Z is in zebra from Washington. Great. Okay. Any Jennifer? Okay, this is a great stopping place. I'm going to tell you who I have. Um, I have Tina S., Carolyn S., Leia S., Christina J., Annabelle D., Russ M., and Jennifer C. So, Tina S., you're up, followed by Carolyn S. Tina, press star one. I think we've been having trouble getting unmuted. Yeah, I got it. Thanks so much, Lisa, for your service. Tina S., Recovered Compulsive Eater, Anorexic in Florida. Yeah, the mute button. Uh, wow, yeah, what a great lead. Thanks so much, Harlan, and thanks, um, Lisa, for chair, um, chairing the meeting. You know, I, and, you know, I don't know if I could add much, but it is a very packed paragraph. And, you know, just referring to the previous paragraph, it says, someday we hope that every alcoholic who journeys will find a fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous at his destination. And then this paragraph says, thus we grow, and so can you. And, you know, and what do I, how, how do I grow, and how does uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, Overuse Anonymous grow also? Is, is through the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. And, you know, I loved it was shared, you know, this book, certainly um, teaches me what the problem is and also so teaches me how to live life in the solution. You know, and, but that's not the only thing that, you know, it says, we believe and hope it contains all you will need to begin. You know, this says to begin, you know, because I get the opportunity, which someone has gone before me and has worked the 12 steps through the big book, has had a spiritual awakening, and is doing a 12th step and carrying this message to me. So then again, you know, uh, I have the opportunity to work these steps, to have a life beyond my wildest dreams through the transformation that comes about through the 12 steps in the big book and having a spiritual awakening and then I too get to carry this message to someone else so that they have the opportunity to learn what the problem is, learn what the solution is, have a spiritual awakening and then again carry this message to someone else. And that's what it's all about. You know, that's what it's all about. I get this opportunity one day at a time to live free. You know, and every time I say that, to live free, I get chills. You know, because before I came to here and, and did this work, I was not free. You know, I was enslaved to my food addiction, my drug addiction, my alcoholism, all this stuff. Today I am free. And it only came about through somebody carrying the message to me from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous because, again, it was just said because it works. 
And uh, I'm so grateful. And I, too, want to hear what everybody else has to share. So with that, I will pass. Thanks. Thank you, Tina S. And Carolyn S., you're up, followed by Leah S. Hi, this is Carolyn S., a recovered compulsive overeater from New York. And wow, how did they cram so much into three sentences? Amazing. Thus we grow. What an understatement. What an understatement. This big book is all we really need to begin. One man in the book. That's it. And you can recover. Now, we need other people. Absolutely. But, you know, let there not be an excuse for finding a solution. This book has it. I have so much OA and AA literature. Nothing compares to this book. I have a tiny version of it that I'm keeping in my purse. Um, Stuff is going on right now. Um, My father is in the hospital. He has spinal fractures. He also has dementia. Uh, My mom has terrible back pain and has COVID. Um, So I'm having to step into the role that, you know, she would be doing. And it's exhausting emotionally and physically. But God is right there. I have never felt as much as I do right now. It's like this, this ball of light inside my chest. He is right here with me. And um, and amazingly, instead of feeling resentment for having to do all this stuff, I feel gratitude. Um, it, it's good for my mom that she doesn't have to go through this again. My dad had a stroke three years ago, and then he had two broken hips, and she's been through hell. And um, this gives her a break. But more than that, it gives me a chance to spend time with my father. And no, this is not the father I knew growing up. Since his stroke, he's a different person. Um, tremendous mood changes, happy one minute, throwing things the next, screaming, cursing. It, no, this is not the man I grew up with, but this is still a person I love. And I'm able to truly love him and touch him and try to make however long he has left better. Uh, I think that's all I have. Thank you. Thank you, Carolyn F. And Leah S., you're up, followed by Christina J. Thank you so much, um, Lisa. This is Leah S., recovered and grateful in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I'm going to opt for one man with this book in your hand. That's it. Just this book. The truth of the matter is that I never knew that I have an illness of sort. I never called it a disease. I just used to be so, oh, I can do this and I can do that. And, oh, yeah, believing in God, of course, uh, the concept of God. And um, I came into these rooms, into these meetings, and um, I found authenticity, I found the truth being spoken, and I don't I don't know what or where or how, but I just felt that they they all these people that were sharing, they were saying the truth, and they kept on repeating. It's a simple program, it's a simple program. So why can't I follow directions? Because I have my own uh, re. Re, 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 re. I, I constantly kept saying the word re, and it entailed everything resentment, retaliation, re whatever, you know. 
and um that's why it's so hard but it's not it's not hard just follow it to the best of your ability you're not going to be who knows what and you're not going to be a harlan you're not going to be a this or that you're just going to be who you are and once i got that into my head i said yeah and 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 this book is exactly like like was mentioned. It's divinely written because all the adjectives, that's all you've got to relate to. Did, can you relate? Can you identify that you have this adjective, Leah, or that one? And how, how can you find the solution? These are the steps. And these, these, this is the program. And it's it's just so helpful and it's so enriching. And again, I'm going to say my life made a 180 degree turnaround. But I, yeah, I did, I did the action. But God gave me the strength and energy and the courage to do so. And with that, I will pass. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Leah F. and Christina J. You're up, followed by Annabelle Z. Morning, everyone. Christina J. North Carolina. Thus we grow. Oh, my goodness. And someone shared about being free. Today I'm free from the food, but I'm not free from myself. And thus I grow. And thus this book has everything to help me grow and to face the stabs that I get from people, places, and things that stab down to the deepest wounds that God still wants me to work on healing. And being of service, reflecting back, mirroring back, having sponsees mirror back to me, fellows, and also the people that stabbed me, mirroring back to me where I still hurt, where I still need to heal. And the good news is this book has everything we need to process those pains and those aches. This morning I had to write a letter to God and I said, I'm angry. I don't know what to do with my confusion and feelings. You know, I got this little kid inside me jumping up and down because someone kind of attacked me yesterday. And, you know, I go into autopilot numb. I don't know how to deal with this shit. You know, but the big book knows and tells me how to deal with it. And one of the biggest tools and things I have is my relationship with higher power. That's where I go. That's who I write to. That's who I cry out to. And fellows, of course. But I have found great solace and great relief with my heart being opened like a flower by God in the morning and relieving the tension and the pain in my gut. Because I'm growing. I'm growing. Thus, I'm growing. I'm growing. I'm recovering myself, who I really am without the wound. Those wounds are wonderful because I'll be able to use them. But they can't knock me over and make me lose sleep. This program has everything we need to help us navigate these things in life. The food's got to go because the food's in the way of the soul growth, the recovering of your true self. I don't want to die in the food without knowing who I really am. God has given me a lot of gifts to give. You know, I'm not a, you know, abandoned, shameful, guilty person. I don't have to be that anymore. I'm a precious soul of God's that he wants to use for his goodness. Otherwise, I wouldn't be in this room right now. All of us wouldn't be in this room with this great opportunity to recover our souls and ourselves 
and the precious innocent people that we came into the world as before we got onslaught with all kinds of crap. So I'm so grateful for this book. And Harlan, your share was amazing. Everyone's share has been amazing so far. We have a gift beyond compare. And I've said many times, I've been in many spiritual groups, circles, done many spiritual stuff, read spiritual books, but this book gives me a plan of action. And stop thinking, Christina. Stop thinking. Pick up a tool. Pick up an action and go. And don't analyze. Don't think. Just do it. That's how I found recovery today, or not, you know, not full recovery, but the food is neutral, and I'm still recovering my soul today. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Christina J. and Annabelle Z. You're up, followed by Russ M. Good morning. My name is Annabelle Z, and I'm from Washington State, but I'm currently in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, oh, it's so good to be on the the first meeting on West Coast. So I get to hear new voices this morning. Um, This book I first read when I was 20 years old, and uh, that was a long time ago. And um, so, therefore, I have had this book as my way of life for over 30 years. And uh, frankly, I don't know anything else. And when it says this book in hand, um, and it says things like continue to grow, yeah, I've had periods of of definitely uh, less than staying on a horizontal line and where I had, um, you know, some, some regression into old behaviors. And it's weird to say old behaviors because I got sober in AA when I was 20, but, um, you know, I was self-centered to the core when I walked into this program. And, uh, I remember my first year of sobriety, I was, uh, in Thailand hiking and I recited the steps of this book on the trail. And that was the only thing that kept me sane. And while I wasn't doing the steps, I had done the first three steps in rehab. I had not done a fourth step or anything beyond. So I was still kind of miserable, but I, um, but I recited these steps, and that's what I had. And I, a year later, I was, you know, had a sponsor and started working these steps for the first time of many times throughout uh, my adult life. And since I've been in OA uh, starting three years ago, I um my life is so different, so changed. My reliance upon a higher power. Um, I loved the uh, the the lead Harlan's lead about just being. It's, it's about a solution for life. It's complete. And before this book, I mean, we didn't have anything. And um, I'm just so grateful that I've had this book my whole life. And even though I've strayed, I know absolutely that this is a way of living that is beyond compare, that it's so spiritually led, that the book is so anointed by God and, yeah, written by God through Bill. I, I totally believe that, too, that um, that I, well, I use other spiritual books, the, the, the Bible and my faith, this, um, this way of action of going through those steps, four through nine, steps 10, 11, 12, are so specific. I can't fail, and, and, it, and it doesn't fail. So thank you for letting me share. It's good to be on the line. Thank you, Annabelle Z. And Russ M., you're up, followed by Jennifer C. Russ, press star one. We can't I'm hear you. So, so, there, I, there you are. Sorry about that, E. Appreciate it. Sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, Russ M. Recover, Compulsive Reader, Norristown, PA. And it, this whole chapter, man, I, I know I'm 
getting to be redundant, boy, over here. It just brings me back to, man, I don't even know how all any of this happened for me. You know, I, I'm trying to figure it out. I listen to Harlan here. Everybody shares, and it brings me back to, to when I first came in and how sick I was, how many times I tried, how many failures, just with the food and how I destroyed my life for, you know, 40 years. It's like five years old. I was battling this effing disease. And I didn't know what the hell was going on. I didn't know what was what. And then I, I don't even, you know, my wife was going to leave me. That's the only reason why I got in the program. I was set on dying. I was set on dying, man. Uh, my own death. But, you know, when my family was going to be taken away from me, I had to do something. And, um, you know, I came across this, you know, I, 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 I I had to do it, and it gave, made me a new man. It made me a new man, and I just, uh, uh, you know, the growth thing, and it's a start, but I wouldn't be living if it ain't for this. I, I don't want to be overly dramatic. I mean, it's just what it is. I wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for Bill and Dr. Bob and, and you know, my friends here on this line to help me out so much. I just can't believe how I'm living now. You know, even through the hardships, even through health problems, even through, you know, all the financial horseshit that, excuse me, horse baloney that, that I've dealt with because of me, not because of anybody else. And I'm living. And, I, and, and I'm becoming a man because, because of these guys in their 30s. The only thing I wish was my father. My father, who was an alcoholic, you know, he knew of the solution. And I, I, and that's a sign. I'm sorry. My point, I'm getting crazy here. All right. My point is this, that I got to give it away because you guys didn't know me from anybody, and you gave it to me, and you give me a little bit of a life now. I just can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm sitting on this line with these beautiful we're all battling this disease, but we're living, we're, we're, we're thriving in certain ways, we're, and we're, we're fighting this battle. So that's what this all means to me. And if you ever need me, I'm always here. I'm always here. I'm always here. You all know where I'm at. So, love you. Thank you. Pass, yeah, pass. That's what I got to say. Thank you, Russ M. And Jennifer C., please share with us. Hi, good morning. Uh, this is Jennifer C. Recovered in Greenville, South Carolina. <clears throat> Thank you, everyone, for your shares. Um, you know, one one man with this book in his hand, you know, like I, I, this book has taught me that, you know, I have a physical and, uh, you know, a mental condition. And this alcoholic torture I literally torture myself uh, with food. I put it in my body, and then it takes on a life of its own. I use it because I find life without it unbearable at some point, right? The book tells me that at some point, no matter how strong my desire to never hurt myself with food again, no matter 
how deep my moral convictions are, no matter what I know about health and wellness and what to eat and not to eat, no matter how bad my last binge was, this book tells me that at some point, maybe it's a few days, maybe it's a few weeks, maybe it's a few months, but at some point, I'm not going to be able to remember the pain and I'm going to put myself through it again. And I'm going to do this over and over and over again. And I'm going to believe the same lies over and over and over again. My brain doesn't even have to come up with new lies. I will believe the same lies over and over and over again. This time will be different. You'll get back on track. You can have a little bit of that. You'll be able to stop. It won't be that big of a deal. Blah, 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 blah. But guess what? I fall for it. And I get my butt whooped over and over again. And unless a psychic change occurs, unless a soul change occurs, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. That's what this book tells me. And the only power that can rescue me from this insanity is God. God's power, God's presence, and God's people. That's what this book tells me. And it also tells me that I'm going to spend a good amount of time trying to convince myself that I'm different, that this is not me, that I'm not the real alcoholic. I have to fully concede. That's the first step. I have to throw my hands up and say, okay, I'm all in. And elimination is but a beginning, right? So the first step is being able to identify the foods and the behaviors that I can't touch, that they grab me by the throat every single time and I lose all control. So that's what this book teaches me. And it teaches me how to live without the food in such a way that I don't want the food, that I don't need the food and that I never have to use the food again because I have a power greater than me that is a sufficient substitute and all of you in this program of action. So thank you for being here with me this morning and thank God for this book. With that, I pass. Thank you, Jennifer C. And we are on page 162 in the chapter of vision for you at the bottom of the page, the third paragraph that begins, thus we grow and ends all you will need to begin comments on that one paragraph. And who else would like to share this morning? Joanne P. Wanda R. Wanda H. I think I heard Amy. Darlene H. I heard, oh, Darlene, okay. thank you. Joanne P. Melissa C. I got, I got Joanne P. Melissa C. Lisa. Elise N. Elise. Did you hear Penny C.? No, thank you, Penny. Okay, I'm going to stop with Stephanie, Penny C, Stephanie R. Hopefully we'll get to everybody, and you'll have to um, tell me the first initial of your last name. Joanne P, Wanda R, I think Amy, Darlene H, Melissa C, Lisa, I missed your last initial, Elise N, Penny C, Stephanie R. Joanne P, you're up, followed by Wanda R. Good morning, everyone. This is Joanne P. from Pennsylvania. So grateful. Oh, my gosh. So grateful to be here today and recovered. 
Thank you so much for all your beautiful shares. This paragraph really um, touches my heart. Thus we grow. Wow. I have grown so much since I came into this program. And, yeah, all we really need is this one book in our hand. And then we need to believe and hope. Believe in God. Believe in our higher power. Trust God. I, um, yeah, I came in here a shipwreck, you know, and I, I believe that that God sent out his search and rescue committee, as some people say, and just plucked me up and saved me. Um, I, when I read the doctor's opinion, I suddenly realized what was wrong with me. I had no idea that I was addicted to food. I um, am just so thankful for this journey of recovery. I, as as I continue every day, you know, I see God, I feel God, I I own Him, you know, I trust Him, I surrender my life to Him. Um, that's all I can do, and there's there's constant growth, you know. The, the more honest I am. Um, the more I learn about my strengths and my weaknesses and my powerlessness, the more humble that I am, um, the more I just understand and embrace and celebrate really um, our powerlessness. And I'm, I'm powerless over my compulsive thinking. You know, I, I just... Yeah, but we're not helpless, right? So we we learn to um, trust in God and choose recovery and choose not to take that first bite. And it's not easy. Choose to follow these 12 steps, which um, just follow them every day. We just never stop growing in recovery. We just continue. And I... Um, I feel like life is a continual spiritual experience and yeah, I'm just so thankful to be here and thankful for all of you. And without my pass. Thank you, Joanne P and Wanda R you're, um, you're up followed by Amy and maybe Amy G. Um, we'll see Wanda R. Good morning, everyone. Love you all, and it's great to be here. Haven't been here for a little bit. Yeah, you know, a lot happened. I was going to move and sign a contract on a condominium, and that didn't happen. And, you know, because God directed me, you know, it was an hour away from from signing the contract, and I listened to God, and he said, don't do it. And I just, you know, but... I made decisions. I make decisions now. I started with the decision to put down the food. I started with the decision to stop the bulimia. You know, that, that according to the shrinks is a mental illness. You know, and you know, I know that as I grow, I am changing and I know that I have to trust God, but I have to trust all of you to uh you know help me help me guide uh get get to the uh 
you know, strength that I need to uh, make the correct decisions, you know. And, uh, you know, it's amazing how God works and the miracles just keep coming. You know, uh, I I am so grateful. I have been abstinent since 85. And, uh, you know, it's through the grace of God. And, you know, every time I feel like, you know, I got it right or, you know, uh, I am uh, okay and, you know, I just know that could be the signal that I'm going to make the wrong move or, you know, do the wrong thing. And, you know, that could be as simple as say too much, you know, and I have to ask God to control my mouth and my tongue and not to speak the wrong words to the wrong people at the wrong time in the wrong place for the wrong reasons. And I'm capable of that, you know. So I know that God is protecting me, but I have to go to God every day. I have to ask God for help. I have to trust my higher power and listen to my higher power. Yeah, my higher power speaks to me. It speaks to me and, you know, the the the, the thoughts that are from uh, people that, you know, uh, know more than me, you know, and that could be the written word, you know, uh, that could be, uh, you know, um, people that I talk to, but I could blow it, you know, I'm capable of blowing it, you know, and, uh, you know, I I just know that, uh, you know, I haven't so far because God is good to me and, uh, you know, my strength is, you know, uh, enjoying life as much as I can. And I know that, sorry, okay, hon. And uh, I hope everybody has a great day. And uh, and maybe some of you could relate. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Wanda R. And Amy, you're up. If you'll give me the first initial of your last name, followed by Darlene H., Yep, it was Amy G. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for your service today. Can you hear me? Yes, thanks, Amy. Yeah, awesome. Oh, my gosh, this meeting is fire, people. Oh, wow, what an awesome meeting. Such gratitude, such hope, such uh, testimonies of recovery and and people transformed. You know, and I'm going to jump on the Thus We Grow bandwagon here Some of you all know me. I am a very action-oriented girl, and I truly believe that God gifted Bill to be the writer that he was. And over and over again, he denotes in his adjectives of action. Thus, we grow. This is a program of action. Faith without works is dead. Our recovery is contingent on the maintenance. How do we maintain things? By action. That if we don't grow, we go, right? That's the saying, that I must continue to grow physically, emotionally, spiritually, that I need to constantly build on that relationship with God through my steps 10, 11, and 12. In step 12, love God, serve others. Stay on the firing lines of life. What is my purpose? To be of maximum service. It's constantly about action. You know, there's a saying in the AA rooms that you can only coast downhill. 
right? And I think my biggest fear in, in long-term recovery, I mean, yes, it's a daily reprieve, but I've been around for a few decades, is, this, is the idea of complacency. I need to constantly be growing in my step work and my relationship with God and in my service. Because that's what I'm called to do, and that's how I stay on the firing lines, and that's how I stay recovered, and that's how I find peace in the whirling dervish that is my life. And it, you know, and in my actions, I, you know, and when I don't feel it, I do it anyway. Because in this program, we act as if. My first sponsor said to me, in Overeaters Anonymous, we don't think our way into a new way of acting and believing. We act our way. One of the most valuable slogans in my book is to act as if, right? And let the feelings trail along afterwards, right? So every day is a day where I need to be of service to others, where I need to take action in my program and I need to grow closer to God. You know, things aren't, you know, the world and my life right now is not following my script, unfortunately. And so what do I do? Do I press in in action in my spiritual work, in my step work, or do I wallow? Do I coast? Those are my choices today, but by the grace of God and this wonderful program and the book that gives me the instructions to do this, I am now equipped to do something different. And thank God, because as everyone else has said, it really does work if you work it. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Amy G. And Darlene H., you're up, followed by Melissa C. Good morning, everybody. My name is Darlene H. from Georgia. I love um, the enthusiasm and the passion that I'm hearing from everybody this morning. I feel that passion, too, and I'm so grateful. Excuse me. Um, What struck me in this is, uh, though you may be one man with this book in your hand, we believe and hope it contains all you will need to begin It's my understanding, and I'm just a layman, that this book was written so that it could, because they couldn't keep up with the volume of people who were nation, so the book could be sent out near and far to people so that they could read it and recover on their own. And when I first got into OA, my sponsor told me, get a big book, read a page out of it every night before you go to bed. Um... I found it very entertaining. I have loved this book from the moment I first got it, um, but I couldn't read it a page at a time. I read it like a novel, and I never once saw that there was an instruction in this book. I just thought it was, wow, it was kind of mind-blowing. It wasn't until several years later that I met somebody in a big book meeting who offered to take me through the steps, and she sat down and read the book with me line by line and pointed out where the instructions were that my life began to change. And so this line tells, you know, for me, all of this just reminds me or is um, a proponent for sponsorship and for sitting with others and going through this. Maybe I'm a little denser than others, but I needed my hand held. I needed to be walked through this. And my joy today and my passion today is to sit with other people, whether it's face-to-face or over the phone or through Zoom, whatever, and read it with them too and point out the instructions to them as well where it was pointed out to me and watch their lives begin to change. All the while, my life continues to change. 
because I'm doing that. And that's such a gift. This I'm one person with this book, hopefully helping other people, helping one other person who will so on and so on. Um, I'm truly blessed. I'm truly- every, every time I turn around, I get a new instruction or a new something out of this book. This past weekend, I was with a bunch of fellows at our regional OA conference, and somebody said something so simple. Just follow the instructions in the book, do the work, and then relax. God's got you. And I'm so blessed to say that God's got me today. That's all I wanted to share. Thank you. Thank you, Darlene H. And Melissa C., you're up, followed by Lisa. Hey, good morning. Thanks so much for your service, Lisa. My name is Melissa C. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I'm in New York. And um, I'm in an inspirational meeting. Oh, my goodness. Um, you know, I'm thinking about this book and what the power of, of the book is. Um, and really, that it, the power of the book is that for me, it has two really essential components. One is it gave me, you know, they gave me the prescription, actually gave me the diagnosis first. It explained to me very clearly that I was a person, I am a person that um, was really sick. It wasn't bad. Um, I may have done, you know, bad things, but it was because I'm sick. And, um, and it's, spends a great deal of time, the book spends a great deal of time explaining just what the diagnosis is for me, because then it's followed with a very specific prescription, and I had no capacity to follow that prescription unless I was utterly convinced that I was the hopeless variety that was going to need to follow this prescription, and, you know, the, the main purpose of the book is to enable me to find a power greater than myself with which will solve all my problems. And that's what I love about this book, that I have something that shows me, you know, I, I feel so blessed. I'm so fortunate that in all, you know, in all of the world, um, we're the lucky ones. I feel like I'm the lucky one because I've got books that I have a, a group of people who want to study with and discuss with daily that gives me the answer all my life problems and you know this notion of growth that thus we grow and so will you um i don't necessarily love growing i <laughs> really honest growth is painful because for me what it what i experience is outgrowing something and i feel the pressure and the discomfort but holy smoke when i look back you know it's like in the experience of it it hurts but when i look back at it I can feel the nearness of my creator and I can rejoice. And, you know, I've been in situations like just yesterday, sitting at a, you know, a meeting at work and I had this realization, oh my goodness, this used to make me lose my mind, this particular scenario. And I felt a really like nothing, like, like freedom from it. Not only freedom from the food, which I dealt with all day long as a teacher, a second grade teacher on Halloween, you know, to not have any interest in the food, but not have any interest in writing colleagues, um, and, um, and that's what this book gave me. And with that, I'll pass. Thanks. Thank you, Melissa C. And Lisa, if you'll give me the first initial of your last name, you're up, followed by Elise N. Hi, 
Hi, good morning. This is Lisa C., as in cat, um, a recovered compulsive overeater from New Jersey. Um, thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, I, I, um, I, I also wanted to talk about growth. So it's funny that I'm following the, the previous share um, because something that has always, like, struck me, and I'm not a science teacher, so I'm not an expert on this, but, um, you know, um, when, when plants grow, they lean towards the sun. Um, you know, if you leave a plant in a sunny windowsill, it's going to bend over toward the sun. And so I always thought that that meant that they were growing towards the sun, but actually the growth is occurring on the other side of the plant, right? So I bend towards God, and I can't always see my growth in that process because I'm leaning toward my higher power, I'm facing my higher power, and the growth is happening without me necessarily seeing it in the moment. Um, and, and that is what happens for me. Um, growth can be uncomfortable, but I, also in this short paragraph it says, um, you know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just one little person here in this universe with this book in my hand, with a tool in my toolkit, and it, we believe and hope it contains all you will need to begin. And it doesn't say anything about ending, right? Um, because beginning is, is the thing that I have to do, and I begin again every day. I begin again every hour. I begin again every time I'm faced with a situation that used to baffle me, that I couldn't understand why I couldn't function in very regular um, tasks and situations. Taking action is truly one of the, um, the, the strongest difficulties of the disease for me. You know, um, wallowing in apathy is, is a way that this d disease really crippled me um, in my life. You know, not, not being able to like, pick up the phone to call a friend long before I even had program, right? Like um, isolating, hiding away. And so now I have this program that tells me to get started all the time <laughs> um, and to just keep taking action to begin all the time. Um, to begin this next hour, to begin this next moment, to begin this next meal. And, yeah, I mean, like, the miracle of having a recovered Halloween for this sugar addict is I can't put it into words. The miracles keep coming. And so I keep beginning. I keep leaning toward my higher power and letting the growth happen even when I'm not looking at it. Um, and I think that's really all I have to say today. I'm just so grateful and I'm really praying for everybody on the line that we all move in the way that our higher power uh, needs us to so we can be useful to others. God bless you all. I pass. Sorry, I was muted. Um, thank you, Lisa C. Um, you'll be our last share today, and thank you to everyone who shared this morning. Um, Elise and Penny and Stephanie, I hope you'll hang around and share um, at the next hour, um, the next meeting. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. The share ID for today, Wednesday, November 1st, 2023, the 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting is 20,000. 796. That's 20796. We will now close with a reading from the big book on page 174, followed by the serenity prayer. 
And Barb W., will you please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Barb, we can't hear you. Star one. Sorry. There you are. Good morning. Page 164. Barb W. Recovered in Illinois. Thank you. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. Obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. Until then.